Hi, hello, welcome back to the podcast 20ing. Today we are going to talk about what I learned in my 20 years of living. If you guys know, two weeks ago I turned 21. And low key, actually like a high key, 21 actually hit a little different. Usually for my birthdays, like honestly, I don't really feel different at all. I feel like maybe my 18th birthday because I'm fucking Filipino. So like I had a debut. But like generally speaking, I usually do not feel any different on my birthday. However, this year... When I turned 21, for whatever fucking reason, I felt grown. (laughs) I felt like I had learned a lot from when I was 20 to now being 21. And I know a year may not seem very long, but damn. 2020 just being the year that it was on top of everything that i had to fucking go through that year i feel like i genuinely genuinely grew a lot so for this week's episode i'm gonna be sharing 20 things that i've learned in my 20 years of living so number one This is something that I learned really, really early on in my life. Your biological family doesn't have to be like the only family you have in your life. And I've taken this two ways. A lot of my family don't live here in Canada around us. A lot of them are still in the Philippines or they are just like scattered all over the world. But that didn't stop the Filipino nature in my family because we have hella titas and hella family friends that really I consider my family. So I never like really felt a lot of lack in that aspect. However, 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 um, as children of divorced parents can relate, I feel like growing up and kind of seeing how a lot of the other kids that are around me, they have their mom and their dad. And when I was younger, like obviously seeing everyone around me have those like have that like stable family home, whether that be like your mom and a stepdad or your dad and your stepmom or whatever the case may be, just like having a stable family home (laughs) with no drama can't relate. But I definitely, definitely learned that that you really get to choose who you consider to be your family. For me, the people who I chose to be my friends were my family. And my friends' moms and my friends' dads, those were the people who I also considered my family. In elementary school especially, there were like two, my two cousins, (laughs) who are not my cousins, but like we call each other our cousins. Those two, like I heavily relied on them to be my family and i would always fucking be at their houses all the time i was always around their parents we were literally together all the time to the point where it's basically like okay you're you're like my second mom now considering the fact that i'm here every day and you're like feeding me and taking care of me basically (laughs) so yeah like you really do get to choose who you consider your family outside of your like blood related family and i think that's like a beautiful thing. Lesson number two is that there are going to be people who hate you for absolutely no valid reason. 
And your girl learned this shit when I was in grade one. <laughs> I don't remember much of when I was younger, but this is just like one of the things that I will always fucking remember. I remember that there was this girl in my elementary school and she was just like an absolute fucking bitch. I remember not wanting to fucking go to school because of this girl. <laughs> because one example I like vividly remember is her like taking my jacket and chucking it in the boys washroom and bitch i was in grade one i wasn't gonna walk my little grade one ass into the boys washroom to get my jacket this is what i mean by like you know some people are just gonna hate you for no reason we were in grade one what reason does a grade one little girl who just moved to the school have for you to hate her so much to the point where you're gonna like do weird and dumb shit like that to her um, another example of me learning this lesson is um, in grade four. This shit is like actually so fucked up. I remember one day I woke up and I woke up to my sister and her friend and they were like sitting on my bed waiting for me to wake up. I, I really don't remember. But um, the first thing that, that they told me was like, we need to show you something. And I'm like what the fuck do you need to show me i just fucking woke up what do you want and so they pull up this facebook page <laughs> i'm laughing about it now because <laughs> like it's so fucking stupid but at the time like i'm in grade four what how old am i like i think like around nine <laughs> and they're like this girl made a facebook page about you and the title of this facebook page <laughs> was Jessica Bartolome is the ugliest girl at our elementary school name. And I'm just like in fucking shock. Absolute shock. Because I'm like, I don't even know who this girl is. I don't think I've ever talked to her in my life. She's not even in my class. Who the fuck is she? And why does she hate me so much? And again, that's when I was just like really learned that some people are gonna just fucking hate you for no reason other than their own personal issues. And honestly, like that's a really important lesson to learn that I'm honestly glad that I learned early on because I have never been one to like really care about what random people think. Because genuinely, their opinions and what they think of you is fucking so invalid. The only people who you should care about, about like their opinions on you, are your family, your friends, and yourself. And if you got all three of those straight, then baby girl, you're good. Don't give a shit about what anybody else thinks. Lesson number three. There are adults who are around you that you may not really realize, but there are adults around you who are going to be there for you, who are going to show up for you if you just open up to them. And I think this one is honestly just like a really, really big blessing that I've had in my life. I've had amazing educators in my life. I don't think I've like ever had any shitty teachers, which thank God, because that's a whole nother topic we could get into. How important having good educators in public schools, in schools in general, who are educating your children. In grade four, when I was going through a lot of shit at home with my family, one of my teachers asked us to write, free write for like 30 minutes about 
anything we wanted. And I was just going through a lot. So I wrote about my parents and the divorce and I didn't expect anything to come from it. And then I remember this teacher, he pulled me out of class and he was like, are you okay? I want to help you. I don't know how I can help you, but I want you to know that like there are resources here for you that you can use in order for you to like talk about these things that are happening to you and try to like get help. And like genuinely, I think that without this teacher in my life who told me these things and who reached out to me and helped me find like resources to help me talk about what was happening in my life, he directed me to go talk to our school counselor. And so I did. I went like every week for the rest of that year. I went for an hour at a time to go talk to a counselor about what I was going through, how I was feeling. And I think that was a really, a really important moment that shaped who I am today. Learning that at a young age in grade four was something that was really important for me to know. And I think that's like such an important thing to have in your life as a child growing up is to be able to rely on adults and they may not even be your own parents. They could be like educators like who I had. I had these teachers who I looked up to, who I could talk to about anything and I knew and I still know that I can go to them to this day if I need anything because I think without those like adult figures in a child's life you'd constantly be relying on your friends to give you advice or your siblings who are like just a few years older than you and that can be kind of toxic because obviously like your friends don't know everything they're the same age as you or they're still learning and they're still at like the mental capacity that you are and same goes for siblings depending on how much older they are than you so like really having adult figures like i'm gonna emphasize emphasize this so much having adult figures in your life is really important And that kind of leads into my fourth lesson that I learned is that your past doesn't have to hinder the way you grow up and how you live your life as an adult. I never really saw my past with my family issues as a hindering thing. I always used it as motivation to want to do better and to want better for my future, for my future kids and just everything in general. I didn't grow up in the nicest house and I didn't grow up with two parents in my home. I didn't even grow up with all my sisters. So having a broken home just showed me that that's not what I want personally for my life and for my future. And so again, I work really hard for myself to get good education, to get good jobs, to be able to provide for myself and then in the future provide for my family because I know what it's like to come from a broken home and to not have much. Lesson number five is that I want to give huge props to the public education system. I feel like there's always talk, there's always going to be fucking talk about public school versus private school. And honestly, I think that you really learn a lot from the public education system, both from the good aspects as well as the bad aspects of it. The biggest argument that is made towards the public education school systems is that the education, the quality of education is a lot lower. And that's because the teachers 
factors that go into the public education school system. Some of them don't really give a fuck. I've seen it a lot in our high school that I went to. But honestly, I think you really learn from those situations. And as shitty as it is, there is a lot of reality that comes from that experience. There are going to be moments in life where you have to deal with shitty people and really find your own way through that experience. You have a shitty teacher. That fucking sucks. But you still need to pass the course. So you're gonna find ways around the situation that will help you learn and navigate your way through passing the course. And so maybe you'll go on YouTube and search up how to blah 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 blah. Or you'll make a study group with your friends and be like, hey, how the fuck are you guys doing this? Please help me. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, you'll find ways to learn how to pass that course because you need to. And so relating that to reality maybe in the future you're going to be in a work position where your boss is shit your managers are shit and so you really have to take the initiate initiative to do good in that job while being under disgusting leadership <laughs> and so little things like that is what i mean by like there is blessing in the public education school systems that private school systems don't have. You're also around like just such a diverse group of kids. And so you really get to learn more about like people in general. So again, just an absolute shout out to the public education school system for really kind of mimicking what the real world is kind of like, kind of. Okay, lesson number six is to be open when you're put into new situations. In the beginning years of like my elementary school life, I moved around a lot. I went to a school in kindergarten and then moved to a different school for grade one and then moved to a different school in grade two and then moved again in grade five and then moving into high school and moving into college, university. And so your girl has been through a lot of new situations. I've also had a job since I was 16 that I've never like and I've never stayed at a job for more than two years so I've had a bunch of different jobs as well and so constantly being in new situations I've always just learned to enter these situations with an open mindset being fortunate enough to like not be super introverted and super shy I've always just been able to like talk to new people without feeling scared or getting anxiety. I mean, when you move around a lot, you kind of have to learn how to not be socially awkward. <laughs> and so yeah, I've just like learned that it's really important when you enter new situations to be open because you never know who you're going to meet and how they're going to impact your life. And maybe they'll stay in your life for a really fucking long time. Being social is a really important skill that you guys should have. I know the, like pandemic and everything that may have created a little bit of setback in that area. But yeah, it's really important to learn how to socialize with people. Because you are going to be doing it your whole life. On a less serious note, <laughs> I learned this lesson. When I was in grade 8. The beginning of my serial dating phase. So, 
Lesson number eight. You don't need to give every guy that likes you or every guy who tries to shoot their shot. You don't need to give every single one of them a chance. And this is something I learned in grade eight when I just felt like a lot of pressure to give this certain individual a chance. I gave into the peer pressure, but I just want you guys to know because I know there are a couple of you guys listening who are younger, who are potentially in high school. And I want you guys to know if you don't like a boy, you don't need to say yes to going on a date with him. You don't need to say yes to be his girlfriend. You don't need to give him a chance if he is not your type. And yes, it's okay to have types as well. Save yourself the trouble, save him the trouble, and just say, I'm sorry, thank you, but no. Lesson number eight, take every opportunity that presents itself and learn from it. When I was going into high school, there was this thing called like the incentive program. And it was basically a program that kids went to if they wanted to gain something more from their education aside from like okay here's a textbook here's a test now learn i was in math 8 9 in grade 8 so that the next year i could be in grade 10 math and then be ahead every year in math we were also in the ib mip middle years program and that shit was fucking disgust but honestly <laughs> honestly I did take that seriously in the aspect, like, I did actually try when we did those stupid self-reflection things. It implemented the idea that you should be thinking outside of whatever is on the paper. It's also just, like, a really important trait to have in life to, like, be able to assess your situation and, like, think about what you learned from it. <laughs> But yeah, um, I also, like, along with the incentive program, we had a lot of volunteer opportunities. So whenever I could, I would try my best to volunteer. And yeah, there are just, like, a lot of opportunities that I jumped on for sure. Um, and I'm glad that I did. Lesson number nine. The quality of your friends is way more important than the quantity of friends. When I was in elementary, I'd like to say that I had like hella friends and not to say that they were like shit or anything, <laughs> but when you have like a huge ass group of friends, I feel like there's a lot that just gets miscommunicated and shit just kind of gets messy. Um, <laughs> and so with this lesson, I learned that like, it's okay to drop your friends sometimes if they're not like really benefiting you in life. So lesson number 10 is one that I learned when I was 17 years old in 2017. And maybe some of you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> and hopefully we don't get a little emotional. We probably will get emotional, but like it's fine. <laughs> so when I was 17, I experienced the first close death that I've ever had in my life and it just so happened to be one of my basically my cousins you guys know that I don't have family here so I call a lot of my family friends my cousins but yeah when I was 17 I lost my cousin Megan because she unfortunately passed away due to a brain aneurysm and if you guys don't know the brain aneurysm is something that can be in anybody and it is something that can go undetected until the day that it potentially ruptures and so unfortunately Megan didn't know she had a brain aneurysm 
And so the day it ruptured, um, she wasn't able to get to the hospital as quickly as she should have. And so she was in a coma for five days. And then eventually the doctors were just like, the amount of brain damage that happened isn't worth sustaining the life support that she's on right now. And so, yeah. When she was 19 years old, she passed away a couple days after her 19th birthday. That one hits a little hard in the heart. As much as I fucking miss her so much, genuinely, there's not a day that goes by where, like, I don't think about her. And for my birthday, for my 21st birthday, I got a tattoo in honor of her. And so, yeah, I learned that life is short and life is precious and you never know when your last day is gonna be and you never know when the people around you your family your friends you never know when their last day is gonna be so it's so important that you appreciate your own life and you appreciate the people around you and so if you guys are privileged enough to be healthy to be in a home to have friends and family who care about you please take care of yourself and i hope you guys see the worth in your life to want to live because unfortunately the reality is that not everyone gets the chance not everyone gets the choice to be here today and again as much as i fucking wish that she were still here she taught me that lesson and i will take that lesson with me to the grave until i fucking meet her again so lesson number 11 you don't need to have your whole life figured out by grade 12 shout out to you guys if you guys are like in high school and you're listening to me i just want you guys to know that there is absolutely no pressure for you to know what you want to do for the rest of your life it's such a misconception that at the end of high school you should know what you're gonna do for the rest of your life and that is like absolutely false and i think it's like kind of toxic to promote that the reality is majority of us like 90 95 percent maybe even closer to like 98 99 percent of us don't know what the fuck we want to do when we're older it's like scary because when they talk about it they're like okay you have to pick what you want to learn in college or university you have to pick what college or university you want to go to and all this fucking shit if you need to take a gap year to figure that out go for it the biggest advice that i can give to you is if you don't know what you want to do take a gap year don't waste money going to college or university just because there's a pressure on you to go into post-secondary because there's always next year or whenever you figure out what you want to do when you go back to school and if you guys are like getting pressured by your parents or whoever i would really really recommend that you don't go into a university to begin with go into a community college your local college take a variety of courses and see if you like a certain aspect of one of the courses and then go from there and i think it's so fucking funny when people are like 
well, that's not like gonna look good if you go to your community college. But it's like you don't have to graduate from there. You can transfer out into university and you'll save money. You'll learn the same content that everyone else did. Who the fuck cares if everyone gets accepted into that college? It's so fucking easy to get into that college. Who cares? Who the fuck cares? Rub it in the people's faces that are saying that to you and be like, okay, well, so I'm saving money. I'm not going to be in as much debt as you are. At a community college as well, you have so much more access to your professors. The professor actually (laughs) will know your name. And so, yeah, it's just like more personal when you're at a community college. And it's like a really good transitional phase into when you do decide to go to a university or whatever the next step is for you. And speaking of that whole no pressure to figure out what you want to do by the end of high school, um, lesson number 12 is you're not going to have your shit together by the time you're 20. And that is okay. Um, This is something that I think I've talked about a little bit here on my podcast, but it's definitely something that I know every 20-year-old that I've talked to Every single one of my friends is like, honestly, I expected myself to be in like a much different place, have my shit figured out by now. But all of us are literally like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, Ed. We're all just confused as shit. But it's okay because we're all confused together. We're going through it together. And so I just want you guys listening who are a little bit younger to know it's okay to not have your shit together by the time you're 20. I thought I would and I don't. Lesson number 13, I learned this one from being a serial dater. Don't consume yourself in your relationship. If there's one thing that I kind of do wish that I did differently in high school is not prioritize my relationship with a boy above my relationships with my friends. Because like 100% fully admitting that that's definitely what I did. Not that I regret it at all, but it's something that like if I could advise anyone else who's growing up right now to not do, (laughs) um, it would be that and it would be to just like explore people outside of your relationship. And I'm not even saying like don't be in a relationship, like be in a relationship, just don't prioritize it over everything else make sure that you create a life outside of the relationship and make sure that you're still going out and doing new things by yourself with your friends and yeah so lesson number 14 is be nice to customer service staff since i was 16 i've had a job in customer service and so i know what it's like to be treated like shit (laughs) treated like absolute fucking shit while you're working and you have no fucking control over what the customer is complaining about everybody should have at least one customer service job and everybody should experience what it's like to work at a restaurant for at least six months because then only then will i ever accept complaints because you can always tell when people have never worked a customer service job in their life or maybe they have and they're just a bitch but like usually it's because they've never worked in customer service before and so i urge you all to just be kind to customer service staff whether that's at a fast food restaurant like mcdonald's my first job or at the mall or at a restaurant at a gas station at the grocery store (laughs) 
anything. Just be nice to the people who are working because the people who are working, who you actually have direct contact to, they like 99% of the time don't have control over the things you are complaining about. So don't take your fucking anger out on them. Okay, if you're my family listening, please. I saved this one towards the end because hopefully you all have all clicked out. So here we go. Lesson 15. I'm going to throw a little spice in there for you guys. Your girl is going to be talking about sex tips, all right? I'm not a um, professional. I am not a sex expert. I'm not a doctor. So please don't take what I say too seriously. So to start off, you guys should be peeing after you have sex, both girls and boys, because especially boys, boys who don't pee after sex kind of make me feel weird. But I digress. I digress. Um, pee after you have sex because it helps you kind of like get rid of um, the bacteria that may potentially be there. And you don't want that shit to stay in your urinary tract because that's when the UTI develops. There's no harm in like peeing so like if it may potentially prevent a uti then go fucking pee after you have sex that's all second one is don't give head while you have a mint in your mouth or if you are chewing mint gum maybe spit it out drink some water cleanse the palate then go back down there (laughs) because it will burn (laughs) next one is Pulling out is not a method of birth control. I don't know what the fuck be going on in you guys' heads. I don't know what I was thinking when I was doing this. Um, But pulling out is not a method, alright? Use a condom. Don't be fucking stupid. It's better to go buy condoms than to end up pregnant, okay? Next one. Don't fake your orgasms. This is one that I am still learning to not do to this day. (laughs) Um, Don't fake your orgasms because then the man's will never learn. He will always think that he is giving you the best sex ever. The best whatever it is ever when he is not. He's not even coming close. So um, don't fake it. Next one is guys who don't kiss you after you give them head are little bitches. That is one that I had to learn the hard way. If you go down on a boy and he doesn't want to kiss you after, just know that there are boys out there. There are men out there who will be willing to kiss you after. And those are the ones that you should be striving for. And the last part of this little sexual tip section, lesson 15, (laughs) is know your boundaries when it comes to sexual activities. You want to know what you want and what you're comfortable with, and you want to make that known to whoever your partner is, whether it's a one-night stand or whether it's a relationship or whether it's friends with benefits. And if it's like a one-night stand and you like don't really want to be like, okay, this is what I'm comfortable with, just know that it's okay to say no and to have boundaries. Even if it's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, even if you guys are in a relationship, there are still boundaries that are set in place and your partner, your relationship, your partner, should be okay with that and they should be respectful of those boundaries 
Lesson number 16. You have complete control over your own life. This is something that I have recently learned. I'm not saying you have control over the situations and the things that happen to you because you don't. <laughs> that shit is all all the universe, all God, whatever you believe in, that shit, you just don't have control over the situations that happen in your life. However, you do have control over how you react to the situations that you can't control and you have control over the choices that you make. And it's super fucking hard to really rewire your brain to be thinking in this way, but when you get there it's worth it when i learned that i really do have control over my life it really like helped me like stay grounded and not have hella anxiety all the time lesson 17 everything happens for a reason and so it's important that you don't regret anything that you do and that you see the beauty behind all the shitty situations that you go through because again like everything happens for a reason i truly believe that everyone who comes into your life is there for a reason whether that is to stay in your life or to teach you a lesson and leave or maybe they stay in your life and teach you a lesson there's so many times where people are like, oh, I regret having sex with this person. I regret being in a relationship with this person. But it's like everyone who comes into your life, whether you can see it at the time or not, they all teach you a lesson. So don't regret anything. Lesson number 18. Again, these ones are lessons that I have recently learned. <laughs> um, don't chase anyone. Because whoever wants to be in your life, they're going to be in your life. They're going to make it work. They're going to fucking find somehow to make it work. And they will be in your life. So don't chase anyone. Don't beg for anyone to stay. Because you could do so much fucking better. There are going to be people who come into your life who show you how easy it is for them to stay in it because you're worth it and because they're not trying to play games with you. They're not trying to fuck you over. So you don't need to chase anyone who doesn't want to be there. Lesson number 19, walking away from toxic relationships or relationships that don't serve you, whether that is a romantic relationship or a friendship it doesn't make you weak you deserve to have healthy relationships with everybody in your life including family friends family significant others everyone in your life should serve a purpose i had the mindset where it was like I have to work for things. Things are not going to come easy to me and the things that are worth it are worth fighting for. I think that's a toxic way to be thinking about the relationships that you have in your life because yes, things that are worth it are hard work but things that are worth it are not toxic and there's a really fine line between the two that you need to learn where that line is and when to be like, okay, you're out because it's just like absolute hell to put yourself through those situations and i just like hope that you guys don't have to deal with it <laughs> and the last lesson lesson number 20 is to love yourself i'm so sad but like also really grateful that i have finally learned this lesson um it took me 20 years 21 years <laughs> but we're here now love yourself invest time into yourself invest money into yourself you buy yourself clothes buy yourself makeup go to the gym buy a gym membership and spend time 
with yourself go places by yourself go on walks by yourself because you really learn the importance of self-love when you start to invest in yourself whether that's time or money and no one's gonna be a bigger hype man to yourself than yourself (laughs) and truly the only opinion that matters when it comes to yourself is what you think about yourself when you look in the mirror are you happy are you proud of the person that you are seeing and if the answer is no again like know that you can change that and i hope i hope for all of you guys listening that eventually if you're not already there that you get to a point where you are happy and proud with the person that you are i feel like when you really start to love yourself and prioritize yourself you start to attract a healthier lifestyle you stop accepting toxic people and toxic things into your life because you start to see your self-worth and you start to see what you deserve and you won't put up with shit that doesn't serve you and so yeah those are the 20 things that i learned in my 20 years of living um 21 21 baby (laughs) um obviously we're still going through the pandemic but i have high hopes for the end of the year or for when i'm 22 um but yeah i'm really glad that i learned all these lessons that i did in life i'm happy to say that i don't regret anything in my life and that i'm i'm just like super grateful because i know that it's like really hard to go through situations in life where they're really shitty and you're at the time you're just like holy fucking shit why am i going through this why am i going through this what is the lesson that i'm about to learn from this because i have no fucking clue when you're going through it it's a fucking hard and so being able to come out of all these situations and really be able to say that i learned a lot from the experiences that i have gone through for the past 20 years of my life (laughs) um has been really fucking cool to see and to look back on but yeah that's the end of that thank you guys so much again for listening to my podcast um this episode is probably pretty fucking long um i don't know how long it's gonna take me to edit this shit so hopefully i get it on in on time (laughs) but yeah okay bye love you guys